Welcome to another edition of the American Cattleman Podcast and our special producer profile. Just ahead, we have American Cattleman publisher Gail McKinney, and he sits down with Chance Weiss with Weiss & Sons from Manning, Iowa. But first, a word from Bob Tolman and our sponsor, Rawhide Portable Corral. We understand cattle. That's why the world's first hydraulic corral just keeps getting better. Our system is simple, flexible, and durable. Built to keep your cattle operations easy and trouble-free. All the best features of a portable system with unmatched customer service is why Rawhide is often imitated, never duplicated. The Rawhide Portable Corral. Thanks, Bob. Today, you'll learn more about the history of Weeson Sons, their operation, and about their upcoming private treaty sale. Just a quick reminder, for previous producer profile podcasts, check out our website, www.americancattleman.com. Before we kick it over to Gail, here's Michael with a quick word from our sponsor, Lewis Cattle Oilers. For cattlemen, choosing the right pest control program for your cattle can be expensive and frustrating. The Lewis Cattle Oiler provides effective year-long control of all major pests. Treatment is effective throughout varying life cycles and feeding habits. Controlling pests the Lewis way saves time and minimizes the cost per animal. The convenience of the self-treatment system eliminates stress caused by extra trips through the chute. LewisCattleOiler.com Thanks, Michael. Now here is Gail McKinney. Thank you, Dustin. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the American Cattleman Podcast and our special producer profile. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Gail McKinney. I'm the publisher of American Cattleman, and I'm pleased to have you here with us today. Today's special guest is Chance Weiss with Weiss and Sons Herefords of Manning, Iowa. Chance, welcome to the American Cattleman Podcast. Uh, Gail, uh, good afternoon, and uh, thank you so much for having me on this uh, uh, this podcast. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and it's an honor and a privilege, and I'm just uh, looking forward to chatting with you a little bit here this afternoon. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, we were talking a little bit off air that uh, you guys are getting ready to have uh, have calves or have a few on the ground, and and uh, you're, you're dry down there in Manning, Iowa, kind of like we are up here in Fort Dodge. Yes, um, it has been uh, extremely dry uh, for the about the last three years, and it has made things uh, very challenging. But I think one of the uh, beauties of the agricultural industry and the the folks that are involved in it is they're very resilient and and they find ways to overcome these kind of obstacles. So, um, you know, like for us, uh, it's really. Um, caused us to kind of go to the drawing board and and really kind of brainstorm and, and think of new ideas, whether it's been from production practices or grazing management practices. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think it just, uh, you know, while it does cause challenges, it does make us better stockmen um, at the end of the day. And, and, and especially when it comes to cattle efficiency, and, and really, um, you know, realizing the importance of that and, and making sure that the cattle that are ran here, um, you know, at our operation are, are getting it done and earning their keep and, and, and paying the bills. So that's the most important thing. And that, that's a great lead. And we're going we're gonna to talk about your 2024 private treaty offering coming up here in detail. But uh, 
Let's learn a little bit more about, about Chance and, and your family and the operation there at Weiss and Sons Herefords and, and just, uh, just, just tell the folks who you are. Yeah, great question, Gail. Um, so Weiss and Sons Herefords, uh, we're a fifth generation uh, Hereford seed stock operation located in Manning, Iowa. And uh, we've been in the business now for over 100 years. Uh, myself and my younger brother, Shane Weiss, uh, we are the fifth generation to be, um, you know, included here, and we're very fortunate with that. Um, it all kind of goes back to our great-great-grandfather, um, Ed Weiss. Uh, he purchased 160 acres right outside of Manning, Iowa, um, uh, many years ago, and that's where it really kind of all started. And it wasn't until about oh, 1912 um, he traveled all the way to Guthrie Center to purchase his very first registered Herford bull. And the neat thing about that is he traveled by horse and buggy all the way there and back. And, <laughs> and that's really how it all began. Um, so, you know, as, as time went on, uh, his son Lester would join the Herford operation. And in 1918, they began operating under the name Ed Weeson Sons. And, and so from there, um, as time went on, they grew and expanded the herd. Um, eventually, uh, Lester's two sons, um, my uncle Sam and my grandfather Gene, would join the operation. And from there, it really kind of took off and expanded, and they made a lot of great strides and advancements over the years. Um, you know, whether it's been uh, adapting to new technologies, investing in genetics, um, they really uh, started to make a name for themselves, and, uh, you know, they were really kind of the drivers behind, uh, you know, how we are here today. Um, moving forward, uh, my father uh, joined in the uh, mid-80s, and, and uh, you know, he was really a big proponent in, in the growth as well. But uh, And then eventually, uh, in the mid-2010s, myself and younger brother Shane joined, and and so we're very fortunate to to and very blessed to be in um, you know this Hereford seed stock uh, business. But but of course too, we also have to give um, I have to give a shout out to our our wives as well. Um, my mother uh, Diana and uh, Shane's wife Katie. My wife Kelsey. They're also very important in the success of this operation, and we really couldn't do it without them. And um, my wife Kelsey and I, we actually just welcomed our very first child back in September, uh, Hazel Jean Weiss, and um, with maybe hopes and aspirations that she'll be the sixth generation uh, to continue on this <laughs> legacy. But it's uh, it's always a joy, and you know, at the end of the day. We are just trying to raise, um, you know, better Hereford seed stock with honesty and integrity and just, um, you know, raising good doing bulls. That's our motto. And, and, and that's kind of our, our mission behind everything we do. Hey, I, I saw that. That's great. Good doing bulls. Hey, congratulations on the new one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she's a she's great. She's growing like a weed and, and we're just very blessed and fortunate and um, she just keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I bet so. We we got a new grandson uh, back in May, and and so we watch him once in a while. And it's a lot of work with a little one. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, you know, this is my first calving season with a, a child, so I don't not sure how much sleep I'll be getting, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll fight through it. <laughs> there you go. Great story, by the way. A hundred years, and uh, that's uh, 
that's so prevalent in in this industry in the cow calf industry i i hear stories like this often i mean you're you guys are out there at the 100 year mark that's 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 a little rare but just just part of the cow calf industry is family yes i w- i would agree gail um you know at the end of the day that's what it's all about um you know we can the, the cattle and everything, it's great, but at the end of the day, it's the the people um, and the relationships that you build in your family that really, um, you know, it, that's what means the most. And, um, you know, I think a story that really stuck with me is uh, like when uh, my father, Dave, when, when I was born, um, my grandfather, Gene, told him that, you know, Dave, you're not working for the operation or yourself anymore. You're working for the next generation. And that's always something that really stuck with me and, and kind of, a, a, a you know, a mindset that uh, my brother and I have is we like to believe like every single thing that we do on a day-to-day basis and the improvements that we make and, and, and um, everything's for that, the hope of that next generation. And, and so we're always just trying to make things more feasible, functional, and hope that one day if we do have a, you know, a sixth generation return that um, they're in better position than when we found it. And that's, that's kind of the goal and uh, idea that we have in our, in our minds. Well, great advice. Chance, let's, uh, let's get into your private treaty offering here a little bit. Um, the pro- can you go through process when it starts, uh, how, you know, specifically how that process works for you folks? Because I know, uh, I know different farms and different ranches handle that differently. So if you can just share with us um, that process. And then let's talk about the listings. Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. Uh, so uh, since our establishment, we have elected to kind of market our um, livestock by private treaty. And I know this is a little different than your typical production sales, but um, I think the the driving factor behind that is the convenience. And and for us, being here in the Midwest, uh, there's a lot of folks that, uh, whether they're row crop producers or they've got other things going on, for us, um, it allows us to be flexible um, for our, our customers and, 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 the, and their time convenience. So, um, you know, that, that it, it really opens up whenever, you know, we try to have livestock available year round, whether it's uh, uh, yearling bulls, mature bulls, uh, bred females, open heifers. Um, we're, we're, we're open 365 days out of the year and uh, we will open our doors whenever it's convenient for them. So, but normally I would say uh, when it comes to the bull side of things, most of the interest and starts uh, maybe late in the calendar year, that December and uh, around the first of the new year, um, you know, folks liking to get the the, uh, the first shot at some of the, the new and fresh genetics and, and, and you know, having their pick um, of, of, of the bull prospects. And, and of course, being private treaty, it is first come first serve. So those, those folks that kind of walk through the doors earlier in the year, um, you know, they, they kind of have their, their choice at at their favorite picks. So, um, you know, right now, as for specific lots or individuals, um, you know, I'm, I can't say that I have a lot of specifics, but in terms of sire groups, um, you know, our most popular ones would have to be uh, sired by a bull that we invested in a few years back uh, by the name of Prominent 21G. 
Um, he's just been a bull that's really propelled our program forward, both on the male progeny and especially the female side of things. Um, he's been a bull that's just injected some growth and performance. Um, you know, the bulls have big testicle size um, and, and they've just got a good masculine uh, presence about them. Uh, their carcass uh, data on them is tremendous, especially when it comes to intermuscular fat. Um, they're grading extremely well. And uh, we actually just got his first daughters in production here this last spring. And, um, you know, very good maternal instincts, good udder designs, and the breed back was tremendous. So, you know, he's been a bull that in really all aspects of the, the um, our, um, our um, um, operation has really, um, you know, propelled us forward. But um, not only that, but uh, we also have another uh, lineage that we've used for many years goes back to the uh, bull uh, from the mid 70s, uh, um, uh, believe it or not, but a bull by the name of King Ten. And uh, he was kind of a bull that was ahead of his time and especially known for his maternal traits and especially his carcass quality. And I think what's incredible about him is uh, for a bull being over 50 years old, he's still above, uh, well above the breed average for sustained cow fertility and intermuscular fat. And we've used him for many years now. We've line bred him for many years and it's almost impossible to not find some pedigree uh, gracing our pastures that doesn't have one shot or multiple shots of him within our pedigrees, uh, up front in those pedigrees. So um, those are kind of the two, of course, we dabble in a few um, here and there, but um, you know, overall, those are probably the two prominent lineages that we've been using and, um, and, and have been very good uh, selling uh, um, genetics for us for the last couple of years. You bet. And, and Chance, then uh, throughout the year, I, I, uh, I'm assuming you've got some Hereford females and maybe some Baldy females. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I'm glad you kind of brought up the F1 Black Baldies. And that's really the reason why we're in the business that we are and what makes Hereford genetics um, so popular uh, in today's beef industry. Um, you know, come fall time, we will have a uh, select group of bred uh, heifers and young females of folks looking to expand their herds. Uh, we also do offer groups of uh, registered and uh, commercial open females and F1 black baldies. So, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, every great bull and, and, and operation is driven by that, that female. Um, and so, so, you know, that's a big uh, proponent of our operation. And those F1 black baldies, um, I think, I think, uh, cow calf producers and, and, and commercial cattle producers, they're really starting to see the benefits of that crossbreeding heterosis advantage. So, um, you know, especially when it comes to those black hided cows, uh, that's probably where 95% of our Hereford genetics um, go into is, is commercial cattle operations. And really within the last four to five years, we've seen a very um, positive wave of um, red Angus producers. I think they're really starting to kind of dip into the Hereford genetics and raise those uh, red white face F1 black uh, F1 baldies as well. So that's been kind of a new market that we've started to dip into and I only think is going to become more and more popular because um, anytime you can add um, crossbreeding and some heterosis, I think they say it's about the only thing that's free in the uh, cow and the uh, cattle <laughs> industry. So you might as well uh, take advantage of that. And um, and uh, I, I think as long as there's a uh, demand for that, 
the Hereford breed is in a very good uh, position for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I agree totally. Hey, Chance, uh, you you brought up the commercial producer, and and that's that's the bread and butter. And, and uh, can you elaborate just a little bit on on how uh, Weiss and Sons fits into that genetic pool, and how how that you know, and maybe even more so, how how that bull's going to be ready to go for their herd? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that that is a great question, and you know. Being that most of our genetics do go to a commercial standpoint, we really try to run our cow herd as commercially driven as possible. Um, as low input, um, you know, they're 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 going to be pushed to their limits and and try. You know, we try to raise them, you know, as as uh, on high roughage rations, and and because we want to make sure that the genetics that we're raising are as similar in likeness as where they're going to be going into um, once they are marketed. So like for a lot of our bulls, they're just developed on a nice high roughage ration with um, access to free choice mineral and stuff. We're not looking for maximum rate of gain or anything like that. We want our bulls to be fit in an athletic shape. So when it comes time to for them to leave and go to go to work, they're going to go out and in the middle of these hot, humid Iowa summers or wherever and go out and get cattle bred. And they're not going to be standing underneath a shade tree or by the watering hole, um, you know, during a majority of the day. And same with the females. Um, it's a really a no-nonsense approach. Um, you know, anything that comes up open is gone. Um, they got to they gotta have good production records, got to have good teat nutters, disposition, all that. Um, we really, uh, we call them ruthlessly because uh, at for, you know, my brother and I, and now that we're welcoming kids, you know, to the operation and youngins, they gotta they gotta check all the boxes, and we just don't have time to have to deal with those those kind of problems. And it's the reason why we don't run a fall herd either. Um, we don't want to make excuses for our cows. Uh, like I said, if there's that issue, um, they're not going to be staying here very long. Everything's got to have a a purpose and earn their keep. And and um, I think because of that, um, you know, uh, I think uh, our customers see value in that and 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 we stand behind them and 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 so that's um that's why i think um that's why i think it, it works and and we're happy to to uh, provide those kind of genetics to our customers that sounds sounds just great hey chance uh, we better get contact information out to everyone can you uh, kind of go through the most critical numbers and, and uh, where you want people to go to yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so uh, feel free to give our, our office a call at any time. Um, you can find our contact information on our website, weesonsons.com. Uh, that's a great resource to kind of get a, to learn a little bit more about us, our operation, our history, our sale listings. And, um, you know, you, you can get a hold of our email and, and all of our cell phone numbers as well there. Um, another great uh, uh, area to kind of keep up to date with what's going on here at the ranch uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, just at uh, username Weiss and Sons. Um, we're always trying to post new content and, and try to give our uh, followers uh, just kind of a, a real world approach as to really what's going on on a day to day basis. So so I think that's a uh, that social media is a very important uh, marketing tool and we really try to be active on that. So uh, be sure to uh, search, look, look us up, give us a like and, and stay up to date with all that information. There you go, folks, weesonsons.com, and then make sure you get on social media and, and search them out and get them followed there. Uh, Chance, this has been great. 
thank you so much, and, and thank you to Weiss and Sons for what you folks do for the cattle industry. Well, Gail, thank you so much for having me. Um, anytime we can be an advocate for the agriculture and beef industry, we're always for that. And, um, and we just appreciate uh, you having us, and uh, we look forward to staying in contact down the road. Sounds good. Thank you, Chance. Everyone, that's thank Chance you, Weiss of Weiss and Sons Herefords. Be sure to check out their sale offerings for their 2024 private treaty sale at their ranch outside of Manning, Iowa. This is a great family and great cattle. Weiss and Sons, good doing bulls. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the American Cattleman Podcast. Tell your neighbors and friends about us. Take care. A special thanks to Chance Weiss from Weiss Sons for sitting down with us today. Make sure you check out their cattle. For other upcoming sales, check out our February digital edition online at AmericanCattleman.com. And here's Michael again with another quick word from our sponsor, the official hat company of the American Cattleman, Shorty's Cowboy Hattery. It's way more than just a hat. It's a piece of American tradition. We're talking about Shorty's Cowboy Hattery, the finest handmade hats in the country. Founded by National Cowgirl Museum and Hall of Fame, Lavona Shorty Coger. For over 30 years, Shorty's Cowboy Hattery has covered the heads of rodeo stars, music stars, working ranch cowboys, and folks that just want to look like one. Shorty's hats remain world famous and are sought after for their attention to detail, intricate sewing process, and signature beaver fur and beaver fur blends. You gotta get you one, or two. Visit shortyshattery.com because you deserve the best. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the American Cattleman Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors, Rawhide Portable Corral, Lewis Cattle Oilers, and Shorty's Cowboy Hattery. The American Cattleman Podcast is produced by the American Cattleman Magazine. Check out our website, www.americancattleman.com, or find us on social media by simply searching for The American Cattleman. Until next time, make sure the gate is always closed.